Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to Wisdom Tips with Dr. Connie Green. I am so glad you tune in to this evening to be with us. Uh, it's been a while. I was out of town on our last episode, which was last week. I'm over a group of wonderful women. I'm a president of a wonderful group of minister wives, and we were there in session at, at an organization that I'm a part of. So I like to be, have accountability to say I'm sorry to my regulars that are usually popping in to be with us on Wisdom Tips on Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So it's good to see you guys, and I hope you would share this broadcast with someone. And, and, and if you haven't uh, joined us or uh, subscribed to my YouTube sh channel, please do that tonight. You know, just click the, so you can click that little button and you'll get the notifications of when we're coming in with some great content. So today I'm, I'm excited to be here. Uh, I often say that most of you know, I always tell you that I'm here to draw pearls of true wisdom because there is a thing that is not really true about people that think they have a lot of wisdom because they sure don't act like it, right? So I, I like to say I drop and I'm, drop, I'm here to drop pearls of true wisdom, giving you the tools that you would need to live a victorious life. We don't want you just to live your best life, but we want to, you to live a victorious life. So today we're going to be talking about the topic is how we can deal, how, to, how we can deal with having uh, wisdom to be able to celebrate victorious women. With this being March, we often celebrate women in March. And I just wanted to talk a little bit about these phenomenal women and, and groups of people and great women that I've met over my over my life that has really helped me and pushed me to get to places that I probably would never be. So we're going to dedicate this episode to those powerful women of God. I'm not going to share a lot of women that, are, that I've been in contact with because we don't have enough time to do that. So I just wanted to kind of bring it down to something very simple that we often talk about when we have a women conference and stuff. We always go to Proverbs uh, where we talk about the women, the virtual women, and we often talk about her. So I want to talk about the virtual women tonight, the virtual women, you know, that we can that we sometimes desire to be like, and sometimes we think that we can't be that woman because she does so many great things in Proverbs, but we're going to talk about that tonight. So please uh, tell somebody to come on in. I think you're going to enjoy it. And we also, after you get through, after we get through with this broadcast, we're going to also share some tools with you, how you can become a victorious wife. So we're going to give you some wisdom tips so you don't want to miss that. Okay. So let's talk about the virtuous wife. So the first thing we need, you know, some people may say, well, what does that mean? What does a virtuous uh, wife mean? Or what does a virtuous person mean? Where it, it, where it is defined as showing high moral standards and being chaste. That is the definition for the word virtue. But to most people, they feel like uh, they would never be able to attain all the things that the lady in the Bible obtained. They they feel like some people feel like that they would never be a, a virtuous woman because of all the things that woman did. But I'm here to tell you that it's not impossible. It's not impossible for you to be a virtuous woman. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 31, it defines a virtuous woman as one that leads her household and her family. It's one that has integrity, not only in her household, but when she's out helping other people in the community. It also is a virtue that she has that she aimed to constantly make her husband happy, make her family happy. 
uh, to teach her children and to serve God and to serve others. So in essence, a virtuous woman is described as one who is a positive influence. So I'm sure you could be a positive influence and some of you maybe be a, maybe right now that you know in your heart that you have a positive influence with people. And maybe you're a, a woman that takes care of your family and takes care of your husband. And you're a woman of integrity. Well, if you are, you are, yeah, that virtuous woman. And I want you to think about some of the things that you do that you know you do well. And I want to encourage you to keep doing those things and doing them well, because when you do that, you're going to become more and more like a virtuous woman, the type of woman that can help other people, the type of woman that doesn't just think about herself, the type of woman that wants to help others and other and to encourage others. And, you know, sometimes I feel like that's what some of us are called to do. Just if nothing else is to just encourage one another and help people out when they're when they're going through some things. Instead of talking about folks and not trying to and, and 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 feeling like that they're just mean and and arrogant and and they don't they have an air about them that you don't like, why don't you stop sometime and just take a look at their life and talk to them, take them out to coffee, a lunch, talk to them, and you'd be surprised that woman that you thought wasn't virtuous was virtuous because she worked very hard at home, but sometimes she gets a little discouraged, just like we do. So we want to build them up and not tear them down, right? And a virtuous woman also is a woman of prayer, a woman of prayer. And never underestimate a woman of prayer because they can definitely get a breakthrough. In Second Kings, there was a story that appeared very early in the story that sets the tone for a mother's impact on her family. In Second Second uh, Kings chapter four and eight, we read, it says, and it fell on the day that Elijah passed in Shushim, where he, where he was surrounded by probably nothingness, but he kept going every trip that he went through in Shushim. He would come by this little, little lady that had a home with her husband and they would offer him food. And so he kept coming by every time he would make that trip. And one time he went by to make that trip and they had actually built a wing on their house just for him. And so as he began to travel and go the way that he normally go through Shushim, he began to think to himself, what gift could I give this family as always taking care of me. So they, he asked them one day, what is it that I can do for you? And they said that, his, that, that she was, you know, the lady that was in the household was childish. She didn't have a, a, a child and they had been praying a long time. And so he promised them through prayer that one day the baby, they would have that baby. So, you know, when you think about that, it kind of reminds me of sometimes you can give, give, give to people and you feel like that you'll never, never get it back. But as you do things to people, you never know who you may run in contact with. You never know when you're going to run in contact with somebody that's going to give back to you. Or maybe it's not the person that you were giving things to, but some kind of way you got blessed because you did something for somebody else 
and the person that you did something for, you thought you were going to get that gift back from them. And you may not have gotten that gift, but somebody else that you even barely knew decided to bless you. So even in a life that there's a lot of doubt and you're very busy, you can still stop and slow down sometime and give somebody some time and give somebody some attention and see what you can do. So this lady, she was a gifted woman. You know, she had the ability to, to do things and dictate her life, even when she was going through some very trying times in her life. Even in a life that there was where there was doubt and busyness, she never allowed herself uh, to, to stop doing her duties that she had to do. And she, she didn't try to make herself small. She just kept trying to regulate everything that she had to do in her household. And she did it well. She was gifted with a kind heart that while her focus were centered on her home, she reached out into the world that needed help beyond the walls that she lived in. So as one reads the story in Second Timothy, I mean Second Kings, we see here in chapter four, we find out that this great lady had an incredible sense of self-control. She was quiet and she had been tested, but she she passed the test. It stands, you know, as we think about the story, it looks, it, it makes me feel like she was a woman of excellence, a woman that was great. And even in the Bible, in the scripture, where we read in Second, Second Kings, the Bible said that she was great. She was a great woman and she had been tested. So, you know, although she had, the God gave her the things that she needed through the, through the prophet. She's even before she had a child, she reached out to that prophet and she fed him as he came along. So let's talk about the story of the child. We find that the prophet Isaiah traveling through the land of Shushim one day and having to stop at the little home once again, and they fed him. She began to give her exactly what she wanted by praying for her that she would get a child. So, so the man of God was determined one day to return the blessing. And that is what he did in those scriptures. You will, you will, you will be able to read the whole story that the baby did come and, and she did conceive the baby at the season that he said that she would. But then with her being happy with the child and I can imagine how happy they were having a child and she had been childish for so many years. And now she had a son or somebody that could could help her husband now in the field. And that's exactly what he did. He was working out in the field with his father. And, you know, I can imagine him just having a wonderful time connecting together with his father and his mother. Then the unthinkable happened. Everything was going smoothly. Then one day there, there came a cry in the middle of the field. The young man left home in the morning, running, excited, happy about life. And all of a sudden, he was coming back home. They had to drag him, not drag him, but take him back home because of what happened to him. He was in a field, excited, and, and when, they got, when he got back home, he was cold and lifeless. So in the book of 2 Kings, chapter 4, 18 and 20, it says, the scripture says, and when the child was grown, it fell on a day that he went out to his father to, with the reapers and said unto his father, my head, my head. 
And he said unto the lad that seen the son, carry him home to his mother. And when he was taken home to his mother, and she they gave him to the mother, and the Bible says that she let him lay down on her on his knees until doom, until noon, and he died. And he died. In Second Kings chapter four and twenty one says, you know the child died, and the mother. It was so unreal when he died because she was still having faith that some kind of way that he would come back alive again so there it was with the faith that she had and even when the prophet was running they were saying something was going on in the home you know with her son she said it's well with my soul so she had faith all the way to the end even as her child was dying sitting on her knee she kept being encouraged that god was going to do something great and the bible said that Elijah blew breath into his body and the child came alive. It's very important people and powerful women of God, victorious women and virtuous women to keep your faith, keep your hope, keep praying and God can work miracles out, things that you would never imagine that he worked out in your life. You know, the child laid their dad on her lap and she said, it is well, it's well with my soul and kept praying. And I feel like today you are that virtuous woman. Sometimes you want to play small. Sometimes you feel like that you're not up to par with what you think you should be capable of doing. But just the little things, taking care of your family, taking care of your husband, taking care of the needy, somebody's sick, you're making soup, you're praying for somebody, you're constantly talking to the Lord about what you could do next. You are a virtuous woman. And before you was birthed in your mother's womb, God knew you and he called you a virtuous woman. I want you to be encouraged today. Those of you that don't think you're perfect enough to be a virtuous woman, you are. If you're taking care of your kids, you're a virtuous woman. If you're taking care of your husband, you're a virtuous woman. Uh, if you're a woman of prayer, you're a virtuous woman. I know you're not perfect. You're not going to always be perfect and get it right and cross every T and dot every I. But in your heart, you want to help others. In your heart, you want to do what's best for your family. You want to do what's best for God. I want to celebrate you today and say thank you. Thank you so much for being who you are. Stop playing small. Stop being afraid of, of, of who you are, what God has called you to do. Stop being afraid that you can't do what God called you to do because you don't feel like you're intelligent enough, smart enough, great enough. God can do all things through Christ. You can do all things through Christ that strengthen you. With God, with man, the Bible said it's impossible, but with God, all things things are possible. I celebrate you women, great women of God. Keep praying. Keep lifting up your head. Oh, ye gates and be ever lifted up ye everlasting doors and let the king of glory come in. This is a new day just for you. We want to celebrate you this month. Go on out there and do some things that you want to do. You know, go get your nails done, get your hair done, buy you an outfit. You know, go somewhere that you love to go. Maybe it's the beach, maybe it's the mountains, or maybe you just like to walk. Maybe you just like to walk out and hear the birds singing. You know, do something special for you because you are amazing. And I'm excited to celebrate you today. Well, at this time, it's time for break. But when we come back, 
please don't forget to stay tuned for the wisdom tips. And while we're gone, please share this broadcast with somebody. Somebody needs to hear this. Somebody needs to be encouraged. And stay with us and we'll be right back for the wisdom tips of this week. God bless you. Media Network is now accepting new podcasters to join our growing network that's reaching 350 million global listeners. Have you heard? CTR Media Network offers podcast production, podcast training, distribution, and product placement. Book us for your next event or schedule an interview with CTR Media Network podcasters today. To learn more, go to ctrmedianetwork.com. Welcome back. Thank you for staying tuned and listening to the very end because you're going to be excited. For those of you that are saying, oh, I'm not a virtuous woman. I heard what Dr. Green said, but I'm not perfect. I did some things I'm embarrassed about. Let it go. God has already forgiven you because I know you asked him to forgive you. Well, if you did, he did. So, so what? You made a mistake. So what? You didn't get it right. You burnt the rice. You screamed at the husband. You got aggravated with the children. Let it go. All those things are normal. We all do those things. But what's so exciting about being a virtuous woman is the heart that you have. You have the heart to do the right things. You feel guilty. That's the good thing because it's saying to me and to God that you want to get it right. So you don't have to be perfect. I remember when I first got saved and they, we had a women's conference and they read this the Proverbs 31 woman. I said, oh, my God, I would love to be that woman. I'm not that woman. All the things she's doing, you know, she 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 uh, did food, you know, and she she made clothes and she helped her husband. And people called her blessed in her husband were was very popular and people knew him and her kids called her blessed. 
she was just a perfect woman. And I felt like I thought I had to be perfect. I felt like I needed to be just like that woman. Well, you're not going to be able to be just like that woman. Just be you. Be you the best version of a, a woman that you can be that's virtuous. And you know what virtuous is. I've given you the definition. If you can go back and look, listen to the replay again, over and over again, but it doesn't say nothing in there that you had to be perfect. So yes, you can be a virtuous woman, even when you feel like you can't. You can start over and you can start living that victorious life that I always talked about. And those of you that if you're just joining us, please share this episode with a friend. We have been discussing how we can celebrate the victorious woman, even the victorious woman that's inside of us. Amen. And victorious women that you know. And I said I was going to share a little bit about some victorious women and some virtuous women that that I was raised up and was had the privilege to sit at their feet. One of them was being my spiritual mother, uh, Betty uh, Jean. Um, uh, I'm about to forget my, my spiritual mother, Lord, her mercy, Betty Jean Robinson. So, you know, Roberts, and uh, she was a wonderful, phenomenal woman of God, and she's still here with me, and I get to share with her sometime and go out to eat with her and, and sit with her, and it's just such a beautiful thing that she shared with me on how to do live the life you know, this thing called life in the right way and not the wrong way. She taught me how to calm my emotions down when I was angry and frustrated with my life. And so those people like that, you know, you never forget. My mother was a virtuous woman. She wasn't perfect and she wasn't, a, a you know, she didn't go to church all the time, but I feel like she was virtuous enough to teach me and share with me some things that I need to do and some things that I watched her do by you know apologizing to people when she said something wrong or out of place she was always caring always giving and so i was able to sit up under her feet and watch the things that she did before she passed and so there's so many others that i could you know talk to you about tonight so i don't have a chance to talk to, you know about all the people that i know but i do have some very close friends and some some people that has really poured in my life for years that i call virtuous women that has really, really helped me. So if you want to be that virtuous woman, we're going to give you some tips tonight and we're going to close out of some things that you can do that have the attributes of a virtuous woman. Number one, if you want to be a virtuous woman, be trustworthy. Be trustworthy. The Bible says in, in uh, Proverbs 31 and 11, the heart of her husband trusted her and he will have no lack of her. Well, I don't think that's, that's the right definition right there. I think I might have made a mistake right there, but go to, to Proverbs chapter 31, where it says the heart of her husband trusts in her and he will have no lack because she took care of him. Basically her husband is known in the gates when he sit up among the elders of the land, Proverbs 31, 23 and 31, go and read that. So that's the first tip. Be trustworthy. If you're trustworthy, your husband going to trust you and he's going to and he's going to respect you. And he's not going to feel like you're going to go stealing from him, or open up his wallet and take all his money because he trusts you. So he'll be trusting you with things that's on his mind, trusting you with his money and even his life because you have to cook for him. Right. <laughs> So be trustworthy. Now, tip number two, be wise. 
The Bible says she opened her mouth with wisdom and in her tongue is the law of kindness. Proverbs 31, 26, this kind of lady speaks of wisdom and she doesn't throw her words out in vain. She just doesn't be idle and just talking about people. She doesn't harm people with her words. In other words, she give people the right advice. So tip number two, be wise. Tip number three, work hard. She was a hard worker. The Bible says she seeketh wool and flax. She seeketh those type of materials because she was she was a woman that made clothes with her hands willingly. She was like a merchant ship, and she even brought food from afar. So that means she cooked food and she took food to the people that needed the food, whether they were sick or whether they was hungry and just didn't have food, was too poor to even buy food. She did that. And the Bible also says she raised up. In other words, she riseth up also while it was night and gave it meat to her household and a portion to her maidens. So she was the kind of woman that woke up, woke up early in the morning. Sometimes she stayed up late. She cooked meals, not only for her family, but she cooked meals for other people as well. And that's in Proverbs 31, 13 through five. Tip number four, she was creative. She was creative. She made things in fine linen and she then she sold the things and she delivered the, even girdles. Yeah, but way back then. And, and then she was able to go out and she was able to sell them. And so that's in Proverbs 20, 30, what, 31 and 24. So be creative. Some of you are creative where you can draw pictures. Some of you make, can, can make clothes. Some of you can decorate. Some of you are just very creative and have a lot of different talents that you haven't even tapped. Just go ahead and step out and do some of the things that you know God has called you to do. Some of the things that you love to do and make it your own and be creative. Tip number five. Don't be lazy. The virtuous woman in the Bible was not lazy. She was willing to work hard. She did. And then when she worked hard, she didn't grumble. She didn't complain. You know, she did the task, you know, and she did it with full of energy because she loved doing it. And she wasn't lazy. She wasn't idle. She always found something that she had to do. You know, that that's 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 a good attribute, you know, where you can just keep yourself busy and then you won't be worrying about stuff and you be doing stuff that you really enjoy doing. My goodness, if you can get that flow, you have a wonderful life. Tip number five is my final tip. And it talks about celebrating the 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 um, the victorious life that you live celebrate being a virtuous woman and celebrate becoming it what you're going to be coming it as far as doing some of the things that I talked about this evening on the whips and tip tips that I shared with you if you missed it go back to the repay because I don't have time to go back over it again but there were some very good attributes if, if nothing else go to Proverbs 31 and you would hear all about the woman that was virtuous and you can be virtuous too. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of Wisdom Tips. Please share this broadcast with somebody and stay tuned for us again on next week, Thursday at seven o'clock Eastern Standard Time. I'm also on CTR Media Network, Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, and Anchor. And you don't want to miss any episodes. And if you have, please go back because you're going to need some of these episodes to, to kind of chew on when you need it. 
the most. You may feel like you don't need it right now, but you will need it one day. So go back and share, 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 and look at some of the episodes and tell other people. And remember, as I always say, we ain't got no time for tears and fears. We're too blessed to be stressed. And always remember that wisdom is what? The principal thing. And all that getting, getting, understanding. So you can live a victorious life. Goodbye, everyone. I love you guys. See you next week.